Should you try a mini cut? I'm going to give you a little checklist to find out if it's something that's right for you in a particular situation that you have coming up. Today, we're talking about mini cuts, what they are, results I've seen from them, and what prerequisites you should consider before doing one. Welcome to the Who Gives a Fit podcast. I am your host, Sam. You can also find me on Instagram at Who Gives a Fit. And if you want to give me a follow on there, if you want to join my little community, I am a person that doesn't like a lot of BS. And that's the focus of this podcast. I like telling people what works and what doesn't and just eliminating all the questions of like, should I try this, you know, crazy exercise that I saw this girl on Instagram doing? The answer is probably not (laughs) because we know the basics and we know it works and we talk about that. So this is a podcast that eliminates the BS in multiple ways. So first thing, short backstory, because I absolutely hate when podcasts take 17 years talking about random life stuff instead of the subject of the podcast, part of how I cut BS out. I like getting to the point, ladies, let's get to it. You follow me on IG. If you don't, what are you doing? We just talked about that. So go do that at Who Gives a Fit. But if you follow me, you've seen that a few weeks ago at this point, I shared that I was starting a mini cut for my birthday trip in January. And over the last year, I've been focused on healing my gut and not on physique goals in the slightest. And when you go through a process like healing your gut, whether it's fixing your hormones or your gut, like I said, you have to be okay with gaining weight. And that I did. Your body needs food to heal. And most of the time you have to reduce movement and focus on lower stress activities. And in doing that, as I said, I did gain weight and fat, but I feel better. And that's what matters most, right? So, I mean, I don't really feel like bad about it. I haven't had really too much negativity in my mind about it. I mean, it's definitely a different experience. It's the heaviest I've ever weighed, which the scale doesn't really impact me as much as it used to. I used to think I need to be a specific weight, which that weight was like 120 pounds. And right now I can't even imagine trying to be 120 pounds. I don't think I would survive. <laughs> but um, I, the scale doesn't really affect me as much. It's more so like, when clothes start to feel a little different or I see a picture that I don't like as much when I'm used to having like a certain look and it's just like a transition for me. It's a mindset thing. And I think it's kind of good that I've had to go through this as well to kind of, you know, expand my horizons and my thought processes and get a better understanding of why I think those things. And it's great to kind of work through that. Um, But like I'm out of, I'm now in a good place for my body to lose fat. And I only have like seven-ish weeks to do it, but I'm still not taking dramatic measures to get as small as possible like I used to, which is a big win. 
I think that's a lot of improvement. And I've been doing this stuff for a long time. So <laughs> you never stop learning and growing. And I don't want ever, I don't want people to ever think that fitness is like a six month thing. And then you can just go back to being however you were like doing whatever wasn't working for you. Cause that's not true. It's a forever thing. You're always learning and growing and you have to enjoy that process. So the best way to do that is to make it so that you are able to do the things on a daily basis. So First thing I want to cover is what a mini cut is because there are a thousand terms for everything in the fitness world. It drives me crazy and it can be really confusing. So a mini cut is really just a fat loss period with a shorter timeline. So people might use them to get a little leaner before a vacation or a photo shoot if that is something they do professionally. Normal fat loss timelines are 12 weeks plus, and a mini cut is basically anything less than that for the most part. I do want to follow this up by saying if you are happy with your body, there is absolutely nothing saying that you have to diet before a vacation or anything. In fact, I would say that the goal in life for someone who is done with putting on muscle and just wants to maintain a healthy body weight is to get to the point where you don't have to diet down ever again. That I would say that's the ultimate goal. And a lot of people in the fitness industry, when they do a mini cut, a lot of people in the fitness industry do them because it is part of their profession to have like photo shoots and all of that kind of stuff. So a lot of times they will drop their calories really low for mini cuts to get the fastest results possible. And it's not too big of a deal if it's a super short period because their body won't see negative impacts that fast, but they also reverse out of it, out of the deficit properly to avoid gaining a bunch of weight back. So something that few people in the general population know how to do is something that they incorporate after this mini cut. Even if you're doing a regular fat loss phase, you should be reversing out of it. It's definitely something if you don't know anything about that. Uh, I mean, let me know. I could do a podcast on it. I could probably talk for an entire hour about it. <laughs> but um, if that is something you're unsure about, either get help with it or start doing some research on how to do it. So I knew that going into this, I was not in the mental space to drop calories super low. I debated for about a week if I wanted to do any sort of fat loss phase at all, and I decided I'd give it a shot, and if I felt like I needed to stop, I would. It's extremely important to make sure that you are in the right mental state to diet. If it's going to take you to a place of stress and food fear, don't do it. That's You need to work on those things first and it, bring some of those things up with a therapist because that's something deeper and you're going to really, really struggle with seeing good progress that lasts, that doesn't just go back to the way you were. So highly recommend therapists. I have one. There's nothing wrong with it, but it does help to have them in your journey with you. 
So what am I doing? What am I doing for my mini cut? I'm actually eating around 1900 calories a day, which is still quite a bit. And side note on that, how much I eat is based solely on my body and how much I move. And this does not mean you should eat the same amount. Okay. So don't be like, oh, if I want to lose weight in seven weeks, I need to eat 1900 calories. No, that's how much I need to eat. You need to figure out how much you need to eat on your own or with a coach. The other thing I'm doing is hitting 10,000 steps on average. I say on average because I don't hit it every day. A lot of people go into these things thinking, oh my gosh, I have to be so regimented. I have to be so perfect. When at the end of the day, it's all about averages, your average weight, your average steps, everything's an average. So (laughs) your average calories, all of it. So I'm hitting 10K steps on average. If I do less one day, I try to get a little bit more the next day and balance it out. Uh, I'm lifting four times a week for 45 minutes to an hour. Nothing crazy there either. And I'm not doing any cardio at this point. I am in my third week, I believe. Um, And it's been going fine. My weight has been jumping up and down a little bit. Um, I'll go into that in a minute, actually. But I'm trying to get through this entire seven-week span without reducing calories because I I just don't think that would be good for me mentally. And that means I may need to add some cardio, but I will do it sparingly because I hate cardio. (laughs) So I know it's good to have at least like 30 minutes a week But I feel like I, with my steps, it kind of helps with that. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just, I mean, I do know. (laughs) I just don't like it. So do as I say, not as I do, okay? (laughs) As I was saying about my weight. So when I started figuring out my outline for this podcast, I was only two weeks in. So now I'm like three weeks in and I'm three and a half pounds down, which is pretty good for a light calorie deficit. But I mean, I say that in the sense of for most people, eating 1900 calories is a lot. Um, Obviously, I am in it, my body is in a bit more of a deficit considering how quickly weight is coming off. Like I said, the last week or so, my weight has been bouncing up and down. So I got down to like four pounds down and then it's gone back up. So that's normal. It's going to fluctuate, but it's gone back up and I, I don't feel like I don't feel like I am stuck because just because my weight isn't moving doesn't mean my body isn't changing. And I wanted to hold on to as much muscle as possible, continue to feel strong in the gym, which I have been feeling really strong in the gym. A lot of people experience that actually when they start in a deficit, a lot of times they'll feel a little bit stronger. And I can't say I've done a ton of research onto why that is. I'm sure there are scientific reasons that I could look into. I should do that. But that's definitely something that I'm feeling and I've noticed that past times when I've done fat loss phases. So 
still feeling strong, still feeling really good. I'm not starving at the end of the day and it's great trying to get lots of veg in. And so I'm seeing pretty good progress for a light calorie deficit in a sense and no cardio. Apart from that, I feel leaner. Like I was saying, I do feel like my clothes are fitting different and I look different in the mirror and all of that matters in addition to weight because weight doesn't always tell the full story. There's tons of things that can contribute. Soreness, water. Um, I could go on and on. I can't think of them all right now, but I'm not stressing about the weight part. I'm keeping up with everything, but my body just feels tighter. It's hard to explain what body tightness feels like when you're in a deficit, but if you felt it, you know what I'm talking about, okay? So should you try a mini cut? I'm going to give you a little checklist to find out if it's something that's right for you in a particular situation that you have coming up. So do you have an event coming up that you'd like to be a little leaner for? Do you absolutely feel like doing it will make you feel more confident in your body for the event? Are your gut and hormones in a place to handle that? Are you in a good spot mentally to not feel stressed, deprived, or fearful of enjoying food? And then do you know how to properly reverse diet yourself back up to sustainable calories after? If you answered yes to all of those, then you can give it a shot. One final reminder that I hope you gathered from this is that you can make your fitness and nutrition look however works for you. Just because most people do something a certain way doesn't mean that you have to do it. Just because Carol in accounting does keto and swears by it doesn't mean you have to do it. Just because Jessica runs 17 miles every single day doesn't mean you have to do it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, but notice I said what works for you. If you're doing the same strategies over and over and you're still finding it difficult to maintain a healthy body, that's not working. And it's time to try something else. Okay. So take that to heart, do with it what you wish, and don't be afraid to try new things. You've got a lot of life to live, and you're never going to find what actually works for you if you stop trying to find it. Okay? A little nugget of wisdom for you. That about wraps up this episode. If you have any questions or just want to follow along with me doing this journey, you can follow me on Instagram at who gives a fit and you can shoot me a message if you have questions and I will catch you in the next